Welcome to this week's episode of Rock Your Wedding Biz, episode 14. Entrepreneur, when was the last time you took a vacation? If you can't remember, then this episode is for you. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you, wedding rock star, work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready, because it's time to rock your wedding biz. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. This is Mindy Marzek, and I'm joined by... Renee Dallow. Woot woot. <laughs> Thank you for the sound effect. Woot, woot, woot. Uh, we're, this is our third podcast recording of the day, FYI, and so we're getting a little punchy. Yep, we're a little crazy. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the madness. Uh, so <laughs> speaking of uh, recording, the reason we're recording a bunch at once is because I am going on vacation in a little nice. bit. Where are you going? Uh, my husband and I are going on like a little road trip up from Los Angeles area where we live and going up to San Francisco and Napa Valley. And I've neither of us have ever been to Napa Valley. So we're both excited. Nice. And you're driving up there? Yeah, we're driving up there. So we're kind of stopping at we're doing a leisurely drive. So we're stopping at a few places along the way. Very nice. But the reason we're doing this podcast episode is because we're going to talk about taking vacations as uh, entrepreneurs and self-employed uh, people and how I am really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the whole topic, but we're, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the truth though. I, anyone listening, like who is really good at taking a vacation when you own your own business? Yeah. There's a lot to consider because it's really, for most people, uh, if you're a solopreneur, I mean, who's going to do all the work when you're gone, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't have a team. I mean, it's just me. So when I'm going on vacation, it is really, really stressful for me, which is like ironic because you're supposed to go on vacation to reduce the stress. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about a lot of things on this episode. We're going to talk about why you should go on vacations and how to plan ahead. But I'm just saying up front, because I feel like it's probably relatable for a lot of people out there. Like, I'm really, really bad at going on vacation and stepping away from my business. And what do you mean by that? You mean you really don't step away? I mean, I just, I I get super stressed out in the days and even weeks leading up to the vacation because I'm trying to get all my stuff together. I mean, as a full-time mm -hmm. blogger, I don't want to go two weeks without content going up on my blog and I want to schedule some Facebook posts and I want to get some Instagram photos ready so I can just publish them with the push of a button. And so that's stressful. And it gets to the point where I'm like working until 2am on the day we're supposed to be leaving. And my husband's like, are you going to be able to relax at all? Because obviously like he wants to go on a vacation and have a good time without me being super stressed out about my business. It's right. just hard. It's just difficult. It's hard. And I think acknowledging that it is hard is, you know, the first Definitely. step to taking a vacation, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I would say like years ago, I would have said that I'm really bad at vacations. But now I think I've I haven't figured it out 100 percent because I feel like everything's always a work in progress. But I'm much more chill about taking time off. But that has more to do with like what I do before I leave. So let's talk about a little bit. Well, first of all, self-employed business owners need to make vacations a priority. 
Yeah, and like, we, yeah, we should talk about that first because we're kind of like half joking around about how vacations just causes more stress. But really, it's it's like anything else in life where you need to take a break from your routine. And there's several reasons why taking a vacation is kind of mandatory in order to have a healthy business and a healthy life. Yeah, and when we say vacation, I mean, we certainly don't mean that you have to take two weeks off. Sometimes that feels very... Like, overwhelming but you know a weekend a long weekend oh yeah start there how about that (laughs) yeah I mean everyone needs to take a break even if it's like an afternoon off um like the obviously the longer vacation breaks are important in their own way but everyone needs a little break now and then so uh Mm -hmm. I mean the main I think the main reason I was doing a little bit of uh online research about this before before our episode started but I think the main reason is that you don't want to burn yourself out on your business. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so easy to, especially for a wedding planner, um, you know, to get burnt out. And I feel like we have to take vacations preemptively. Once you're already Mm -hmm. burnt out, taking a vacation just feels like, um, it's like almost not too late. I mean, you should definitely do it. If you, if you're feeling burnt out, take a vacation, but doing it ahead of time, it just helps you, um, refresh in a way that, just staying in the same place can't. I mean, I think sometimes you just need to shake up your routine and what you're looking at day to day and just take a a mental break. Yeah, because obviously a lot of us are in very stressful business situations and our like it's it's not healthy for our physical bodies and for our brains no. if we're in a a state of constant high stress. You have to try to take those longer breaks like a week vacation or even a two-week vacation if you can stand it this episode we're not going to be talking about can can I just say the like the one thing that drives me crazy is when people are like I went on a six-month sabbatical to try to figure out my life and I'm just like (laughs) okay well you and I are not relatable I'm literally thinking of like one person that I know we both follow on Instagram who will remain nameless who's currently in Europe for like the past three months and I'm like how <laughs> yeah how how, why? how how do you run a business what's happening how um anyway we're not going to talk about that we're going to talk about practical things that everyday people can do to take a vacation to get themselves a break so that they can come back and rock their business harder than they did when they left if that's the goal yeah like we said you know, vacations are important to reduce stress, avoid, avoid burnout, just refresh your life, refresh your thoughts, refresh what you're looking at. Um, and they're really, they're necessary. And I think it's time we got away from this thing of like, oh, I can't take a vacation because I'm the only one running my business. It's like, okay, but then you you really have to, if that's what you're saying to yourself, you have to take a vacation. Yeah. I had lunch with some clients a few weeks ago. They're, they got married in March and we were just doing like a, a kind of like, you know, just a friendly brunch. And they said to me, uh, one of the girls said to me, every time we spoke to you on the phone, we would always hang up and say like, oh, we feel so much better now. And then she said, you're like a sponge for other people's anxiety. Oh. (laughs) And I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. I was like, thank you. And then I thought (laughs) I probably should be taking more breaks because I don't necessarily feel like I'm anxious, but when someone else tells you that you, your personality like takes away there, I'm like, oh, that has to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting because I I don't view you as a person who, you know, deals with a lot of anxiety or at least you handle it very well. Oh, well, with as a wedding planner, I think any wedding planner listening can say like, I mean, I don't want to give a percentage because my math is horrible, but like an enormous part of my job is talking people through anxious 
thoughts, feelings, situations constantly every day. Sure. And I feel like it's probably like that for a lot of uh, wedding vendors, like photographers have to deal with people who, you know, are super worried about their photos getting right. And officiants, I imagine, get a lot of uh, a lot of people coming to them and wanting everything to be perfect for their ceremony. So I mean, I think every vendor, even I'm thinking florist, stationers, like everyone is dealing with coming people coming to you with their anxiety as I'm sort of maybe putting them on you and it's up to you if you're if you're a sponge like I apparently am <laughs> or if you um or if you t- deflect I'm not sure but either way I think just getting out of your day-to-day it just it's very helpful I mean when we were talking about this episode one of the things it occurred to me is I you know I really love travel um in fact one of the reasons I'm an entrepreneur is so that I can make my own schedule and try to fit in as much travel as possible I'm not I'm also not very like discriminatory like I'll travel to Solvang which is like an hour away from me or I'll travel to Italy like mm-hmm. I don't care where we go I just want to go yeah um, I have a wanderlust like a serious wanderlust but one of the things that I was thinking about is as a wedding planner and especially as a designer um travel is pretty essential to my creativity Every single time I travel anywhere, I'm taking photos of of details, of ele- elements of design of the place that I am, just to remember what this feels like, just what this what this looks like. How can I incorporate this into someone's design? And it might not show its show itself for years, but somewhere it's in my psyche because I've experienced it. I've been to that place. I mean, I still think about the trip I took to Barcelona a few years ago, and I'm still waiting to incorporate some of the beauty of that city into someone's wedding, either the mosaic or the architecture, just something, right? It, but it all, it all informs you as a creative person. And so you, I think you have to travel for that reason. Yeah. And I think that brings up a really good point where is that there's different types of vacations and different types of traveling where you use the example of when you travel, you know, the environment helps spark your future designs, or you're always paying attention to architecture and things like that. That's an aspect of your job, but it's different from your day-to-day job. Yes. So you can go on vacation or you can travel and you can take a break from the daily tasks that you do, but you can also keep your overall business in the back of your mind and just kind of focus on a different area of it. So you don't have to sure. don't feel like you have to go on vacation and just completely shut off your brain. I mean, you can if you want to, um, <laughs> sure. but maybe it's just to go and see, and view and think about your business and view it from a different perspective. Yeah. So when you take a vacation, man, how do you do it? I mean, I know you said it does cause you stress, but what are some things you do to prepare? I know you said you you do a lot of writing beforehand, right? Yeah, well, as as a full-time blogger, I try to do five articles a week on my website, which is a pretty, um, I mean, I I don't want to say it's difficult, but if you're trying to plan ahead because you're going on a two-week vacation like I'm about to do, it's it causes a little extra (laughs) stress to try to get articles scheduled. Uh, And you don't want to just put up anything. You want them to be good, decent, well-written articles. Yeah. And that's that's sometimes hard to do. So I tr- try to really plan super far ahead. So if I know I'm going to be going on vacation in a month, I will start looking at my schedule and trying to figure out where I can fit in things that I need to do to prepare my business for being gone. Um, yeah. So for, you know, for example, if I'm writing blog posts, I'll try to fit in, I'll try to look at pockets of time where I can write an extra blog post that will be published while I'm gone. Or if I am editing photos to post on Instagram, I'll try to do a couple extra so that I have some in the bank that I can post when I'm gone. Um, Email, again, it's just me. So with my email, I kind of just have to like 
just put on the out of office and hope for the best, you know? And it's difficult when a lot of my opportunities come from partnering with brands. Uh, When I say opportunities, I mean income. (laughs) Um, Right. Partnering with (laughs) brands and they usually reach out by email. So uh, we were talking about this before the episode started recording that it's really, really difficult for me to completely shut off because I'm a one woman show and I get a lot of my opportunities through email. So I feel like I need to check the email every single day. Yeah, I would say for me as a wedding planner, so it's a little bit different in the vacation planning uh, process because I'm booking clients, you know, over a year out. Like right now I'm booking 2019. So I had to sit down with my husband. I mean, I think we did it in like March. And I said, like, what do we want to do in 2019? Like, what what time am I blocking out? Mm -hmm. Because what's important to me with running my business is that I do get to take time off. And so one of the big goals my husband and I have is to go to Italy. We were supposed to go this year and then he broke his foot and we couldn't go. But so next year it's when, when we're going to try to do it. So I literally sat down and said, we need to block off two weeks. So I don't book a wedding. Yeah. And so for me, it's more about like really looking forward and saying like, okay, if we're going to do this big trip in 2019, like then, then we can't do a big trip this year and sort of negotiating it that way. Um, yeah, you know, I kind of, I agree that, well, for me, it's a little bit different because I, I can, I can sort of step away from my inbox a little bit. Uh, what I started doing and this, we started doing this a few years ago is I have a really good friend who's a wedding planner in Charleston. Hey, Lindsay. And, um, she and I both have had out of, out of country trips. Um, I was going on a Mediterranean cruise with my mom where I knew I wouldn't have any Wi-Fi, and Lindsay was going to the British Virgin Islands where she knew she wouldn't have any Wi-Fi or figured that she probably wouldn't. So we agreed to switch because we weren't going away at the same time. We agreed to uh, to kind of barter with each other, and we watched each other's inboxes while the other one was away. Now, what that means, what that meant for me was I wanted her to respond to any inquiry that I got like right away within five minutes yeah. or an hour at, at most, because that's, what's important when I'm away is just making sure that any new opportunities, like you said, um, are handled for, for my current clients. Um, at that time, they, they knew I was going away for two weeks. And so I made sure that everyone, um, got to talk to me. They got a phone call from me way beforehand. That was like a, an actual working meeting phone call where we addressed anything they needed to get done or anything I needed to get done on their behalf. So by the time I left, I felt like everything was really buttoned up. But for me, watching my inbox was about the leads. Um, and I did the same thing for Lindsay. In her case, she was going away right before a big wedding. So she had let, gave, she gave me a list of things that might happen mm-hmm. or things I might have to handle. And I think I actually ended up responding to like two emails. It was nothing. But it was just nice to have that peace of mind that someone else was in my email box. Yeah. And my email box is crazy organized. And and yeah, we'll, have, we'll, do, a, we'll do a podcast about that one day, maybe. <laughs> but um. But it was easy enough to say like, yes, it was still stressful. Yes, it gave me a little bit of anxiety. But when you're literally faced with like, I do not have Wi-Fi, I am in the middle of the Mediterranean Ocean, there's not much you can do. Yeah. And that's a really good idea. And I like that. And I like that it's not, you know, it's not necessarily you have someone on a a full-time or part-time member of your team handling it. It's just a fellow wedding planner and you were able to work something out. So that's definitely something I'm going to keep in mind for the future. Maybe find a a fellow blogger who I can trust to keep an eye out for any opportunity emails like that, like the super important stuff. Yeah, the super ones. Like it's got to be someone you definitely can trust because they're in your entire life, in your inbox. Um, But also I was able to compartmentalize it and say, I really only want you to handle leads and the leads look like this. They come from this address and this is the canned response you have to send back. And these are the dates that I'm available. Like I gave her everything she needed to succeed. 
but I was able to do that because I have systems in place for those things. But um, just creating that little mini system, even if you don't have a ton of systems in your business, could really be helpful in just being able to kind of uh, check out for a few days. Yeah. And I would wager that the most stressful part of anybody's business and the thing that they would stress about the most stepping away from their business for a, for a vacation would be their email. I think so. That's that's a really good system. I like that a lot. Uh, other than email, is there anything else that you... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out if there's anything else I can learn from the way you, you handle your systems. Is there oh, anything um... else that you do? I'm like, I'm getting a lot of good advice here. Thanks, Renee. Um, is there anything else that you do? Just curious. I'm kind of putting you on the spot. <laughs> No, that's fine. I mean, I definitely put the vacation notice in my email signature. Okay, yes. Um, way ahead of time, like way, way, way ahead of time. And I, I also use um, a so- software called Isle Planner, where my clients have an individual calendar. Um, sorry, it's not an individual. It's they each get a calendar that is their own. Um, and I have a master calendar, so I'll go in before I leave, or as soon as I know, and I'll put my vacation in their calendar. Mm-hmm. So at least it's like one other time if they're looking at it, like, oh, Renee's not going to be here. That's good. You know, I just, I treat, I have to treat the vacations as kind of sacred time. Otherwise I won't take them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of my problem is that again, like my husband definitely wants to travel. It's super important to him and it's very important to me. I love it too, but he has a much easier time disconnecting from his job. He's a television writer, so he he has hiatus breaks, but he also kind of needs to stay plugged in. Uh, because you never know where that next opportunity is going to come from, kind of like me. But he has yeah. the, a much easier time completely disconnecting from his email and from his phone than I do when we're on vacation. And it, sometimes it takes me a couple days to really like start to feel my body untense. <laughs> oh, yeah. I That is so true. I will say, though, um, strangely for my husband, it's the same thing. He's not really attached to his devices as much as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and he works freelance, but he always jokes that as soon as we leave town, he'll get, he gets an offer no matter what. And sometimes I remember once we were, we went away for our anniversary. We just drove up to big bear with the dogs just to have like a quiet weekend. And the minute we, we checked into the Airbnb, uh, the Conan O'Brien show called him to be on camera for something. Mm. <laughs> and so he, he literally took, we literally took the bags out of the car. I, I got the dog situated and he took the car back to LA to go do the thing. Oh my gosh. And that's just like, it's just Murphy's law with us. Like he will book something while we're out of town. And, you know, but again, it's like, you can't not, you can't not do the thing because that will happen. You have to live your life. Um, Yeah. I will say though, one of the reasons that we take so many cruises, um, we've literally been on for the last three years, we've taken a cruise every year, except this year um, is because your, your phone doesn't really work when you're in the middle of the ocean. You can buy an expensive Wi-Fi package that maybe will work sometimes, but the best the best part of the cruise is putting my iPhone in the safe, closing it and going walking away. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know what time it is. This is amazing. Um, but it takes me a few hours until that kicks in, you know? Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because my husband and I also love cruising and I I've never really thought about it before. But yeah, you can't there's no Wi-Fi in the middle of the ocean or uh, there's no cell service in the middle of the ocean. So, uh, and we've never bought the Wi-Fi package because the pricing is ridiculous. And the whole point of vacation is to get away from everything. So yeah, we do that too. And I, I remember, uh, our first, no, our second cruise was our honeymoon and we did a Mediterranean cruise for two weeks and it was glorious because not only were we on a cruise, but we 
couldn't get cell service. Like we didn't have European service on our phone. So we couldn't, our plane was, our, sorry, our phone was just in airplane mode the entire two weeks. And every now and then we'd find a cafe that had Wi-Fi, So we could kind of like check our messages and make sure that nothing terrible was going on back home. No emergencies uh-huh. or anything like that. But otherwise it was just like, okay, we have Wi-Fi for half an hour and then we're going to go walk through this cute European city and not worry about anything else. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're right. Cruising is amazing. And I know some people might be a little nervous about it or scared about it. But if you can take a cruise, take a cruise because it will really force you to relax. <laughs> yep. Anytime I talk to a business owner who's like, oh, I haven't taken vacation in years. I'm like, book yourself a cruise. Mm-hmm. It, it will literally force you. And I'll tell you what, I did buy the Wi-Fi package on my Mediterranean cruise um, because I had a wedding like three days after I got home. Uh. And even though I paid an arm and a leg for the Wi-Fi, I literally on- still only had Wi-Fi as we headed into port each morning. Like it, it was kind of a waste. Um, but I will say, you know, to be fully transparent, like we took that Mediterranean cruise. I did have to answer some work emails about rentals and the, uh, my bride had a question. And so I wasn't completely off, but for the most part I was. And then when we went to Alaska, uh, again, horrible Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, I remember we pulled into one of the towns, I think it was Skagaway and I'm sitting in a cab getting driven to, you know, to a hike experience. And when my brides is like freaking out about her invitations. And so, yeah, I answered those emails because I'm a human being and yeah, I love my clients and I, I want to help them and I want to serve them as best I can. So, you know, I think it's a very, um, it feels like a utopia to be like, oh, I didn't have to look at my emails all the time. And that's not always real life. But even though I did have to answer an email or two, it didn't ruin my vacation. It just was like, hey, this is part of, you know, it kind of makes me rem- remember like, hey, these people who are trusting me with their wedding, this is why I got to take this vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. And You know, it's kind of a nice reminder. Yeah. And like we touched on earlier, there's different types of vacations. It can be a working vacation. And then you could also take the type of vacation where you you do want to unplug for a week and not look at your phone at all yeah. and, you know, set up systems so that either someone help is, helps you or someone on your team takes care of things. But if you, if it's a choice between have going on vacation and and having to check a few emails or have to check in once a day versus not going on vacation like 100% take the vacation even if you have to do a little work with it yeah and i just want to say a little bit cuz i touched on maybe a little uh financial tip there is that like you know a lot of the a lot of the planning the the reason that my husband and i plan so far out for these cruise uh, for the cruise or for the italy vacation is that I want to be able to align, you know, my goals for the travel with also my financial goals. Sure. (laughs) So it's like, we have to sort of um, think like, like this year, like I said, we're not taking a cruise this year because we want to do a big trip next year. So we're kind of, you know, uh, negotiating that. Like we just did a little vacation to Palm Springs for a few days and that was, that was really great. And also we valued it so much because we knew like, that's probably the only vacation we might get this year. Um, So it's like, doesn't always have to be a crazy big vacation, like Mindy said, but I also think it's important to like set, set goals for your vacation as much, as much as that sounds counterproductive to relaxing. Um, like when we went to Palm Springs, my husband was like, please try not to be on your email all weekend. Cause he knows how I am. And I, I did it. I mean, like I, at one point we were in the resort and I didn't even know where my phone was. So that was a win for me. It was a huge that sounds win. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if there's a financial issue, don't underestimate the power of a staycation. Like you can, you can definitely travel an hour away from your home or you can even just stay at home and just like hide your laptop, you know, don't, 
don't underestimate those small breaks because they're really, really hard to do. And anytime I think about taking a break from my business and not looking at my phone, I, I get major anxiety and I'm sure I'm not the only one out there. Uh, but it's one of those things, you know, it's like exercise, you know, no one really wants to wake up and exercise. Well, some people do. Those people are kind of weird to me. Um, (laughs) no one wants to wake up and exercise, but you know, you have to do it because you'll feel better later. And if you don't, if you don't do a little cardio three times a week, you know, you'll feel sluggish and you won't sleep as well, et cetera, et cetera. And it's the same thing with your business. Like you have to, you know, you have to take that break so that when you come back from the break, you'll feel refreshed and ready to go. Can we talk a little bit about automation? Yeah. Because I feel like that is one of the key things to getting, uh, at least for me, to like getting um, things off my plate. And some of this is stuff I do all the time, but you know, you know, putting out your out of, your out of office, right. Putting that on. I really like an out of office responder. I mean, my out of office responders tend to be kind of cheeky, especially when I'm on vacation. Like I have one that is for cruising that literally says like, I'm relaxing on a cruise ship duvet. So soft. It feels like clouds just like, cause I kind of want people to just laugh cause I'm on vacation and they should feel happy for me. Um, but then I also love the out of office responses that actually give you like concrete next steps. And so I think you have to figure out what is best what your business is best served by. And, and again, like you're still serving while you're out of town, Yeah. <laughs> um, but just kind of figure out how to make these automations work for you. So definitely set up an out of office responder. All of, I use HoneyBook for my contracts and payments. So my payments and my payment reminders are automated already 24 seven, but it also is a nice peace of mind that I know I'm still going to get paid when I'm on vacation. Um, and that's happened a lot. Like I'll be, I think I, we were in Alaska and we were, we were in a little town where I actually had a little Wi-Fi and I got like the cha-ching uh, sound on my phone. That's so great. And it was really fun. I was like, oh, I just got paid. So if you can automate anything revolving, I mean, involving payments and contracts, like just do that 24-7 so that when you're on vacation, um, you don't have to worry about that. I also, you know, like I said, I use Planoly. Uh, so Planoly can, autom- can, can post for me on Instagram. I know, Mindy, um, is your blog automated in some way for you? Uh, I mean, I have a uh, email newsletter that goes out. It's my RSS feed. So, you know, every Monday, my newsletter goes out to everybody that tells them the most recent posts, like the five most recent posts. So that's a form of automation. And if I'm on vacation for two weeks, I know that that email is going to go out every Monday telling people what my latest blog posts were. If I know Mm -hmm. I'm going on vacation and I'm going to be gone for two weeks, I will schedule some Facebook posts. And, uh, I will schedule, uh, some, I will set some things up using tailwind on Pinterest so that there's mm-hmm. a few things get pinned while I'm gone. It not going to be the whole, the whole time I'm gone, but it'll be a little bit while, while I'm gone. And then, uh, for Instagram, I will get some photos ready and I'll use the draft feature to get them lined up. And then every now and then if I'm on vacation, I don't worry about posting every day, but I will go in and post something every now and then when I think about it. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of social media automation, uh, which is the bulk of my business occurs on social media. So Mm -hmm. it's really hard to automate social media uh, without looking kind of spammy about it. Yeah. So I also always worry, especially with Instagram, that like I'll like something will happen in the world that is like monumental or tragic and I'll be posting about like a cupcake that day. Right. So yeah, that's another issue worry about that but I also think people like Instagram um, vacation photos so that's kind of one of those things that because I like Instagram too I feel like I wouldn't automate that but 
I would say just like look at your business and start looking at your business months before your vacation if you can about like ways you can just automate things so that you're not stressed about every little thing while you're gone. Yeah, well, I'm a huge, huge fan of automation. Again, not on social media, but in, you know, anywhere else where it can work out for you. Like you said, uh, the autoresponder is pretty key. I feel like everyone sets their out of office email responder. Um, but that is a form of automation, especially if you type in the message what what people should be doing while you're gone or giving yeah. them giving them further instructions. Uh, and, you know, my email newsletter that goes out every Monday, whether I like it or not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I'm a huge, huge fan of automation in your business. And like, you know, you make a great point that the fact that you just have that set up normally means when you go on vacation, something in your business is still running. Yep. And that's really, really smart. So I like it. And I'll, we'll put a, we'll put a link to HoneyBook in the, um, in the show notes in case anyone wants to check it out. It's really, it's great software. I think it's been super game changing and just so that I don't have to ever follow up with anyone about any payment ever. Yeah. I like, mean, ever. that's really, really smart to have to use some kind of system that, uh, knows when to send an invoice <laughs> so you can get paid without thinking about it. And it also sends a reminder prior to the invoice being due. So like uh, no one ever pays me late because they're already getting reminders and it doesn't come from me. It comes from them. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, like someone recently uh, a few weeks ago said, I think I owe you a payment. And I was like, I don't know. Do you, I, I'm so hands off at that with it. I know it sounds horrible. Like, no, but I went awesome. in and I was like, Oh, you, you actually do have a payment coming up in a few days, but I'm not constantly having to mind it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I got paid when I was in Alaska, which was pretty cool. I mean, that's the best in this. We talked about passive income a couple of weeks ago, but like just having a, that's almost a form of passive income where you set it up for a client and then the payments just keep coming in and you don't have to be minding the invoices. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I still have to do all the work, but <laughs> I don't have well, to do no. the work on the invoices, which is fine. Yeah, 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 exactly. You guys, I just, you know, the point of this episode is uh, twofold for me, at least to just sort of tell you, like, if you haven't taken a vacation, or if you want to take one, and you're completely stressed out about it, you are not alone. But there are steps you can take. And there are tips that hopefully we've we've given to you that you can at least feel like a vacation is maybe possible for you this summer or this year or next year, sometime. Yeah, plan ahead. Think about it ahead. You just what you don't want to do is work for a whole year straight and then realize that you haven't been taking breaks and now you hate your business. <laughs> yeah. Because we don't want you to hate your business. We want you to love your business. Yeah. And sometimes that means stepping away from your business for a long weekend. Yeah. Or a week or two. Yeah. And just know that your business and the entire universe will not fall apart if you step away from your email for a few days. I know it sometimes it feels that way, but it really won't happen. Yeah. I promise. Everything will be fine. Oh, and the other thing I didn't mention, but I wanted to mention, sorry brain fart. When we were talking about how to outsource your inbox while you're away, I just happened to have a friend who's a wedding planner across the country who we felt comfortable doing that with, but you could also hire a VA to do this. Oh yeah. Like for a, like a one-time job. Yeah. This is a virtual assistant for those who don't know what VA is. And you would literally just have to set them up with your systems. You would have to send them a, a bunch of information. You know, you'd have to give this person access to your inbox, obviously. But if you have canned responses and you have systems for how you handle inquiries, or, or if you have a particular client who you know is going to need some handholding while you're away, a VA is a perfect um, uh, solution for this. So don't be afraid to reach out. I mean, you can go to Facebook groups, you can go to Rising Tide, Tuesdays Together, Savvy Business Owner, and just say like, who is a VA who works with the wedding industry? 
I'm going to need some help for the next two weeks. And it's reasonable and it will take a load off your mind. Yeah. And maybe you'll love your VA so much that you won't want to give them up after you come back from vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's truth, right? Because I feel like once (laughs) once you take the leap to have someone else handling your emails, it's like, this is fantastic. Why didn't I do this earlier? I know. I dream of the day. (laughs) I dream of the day. When I can have a whole team of people answering my emails. Yeah. Now I say that, but then I know that I'm too control freaky to actually do it. Yeah. But I feel like, (laughs) and yeah, we'll have to do an entire episode about our favorite automation and ways to automate because I feel like, I feel like I'm a control freak too, but I feel like once I saw the way that someone could handle my emails by my specifications, I would probably be like, I like this. This is great. I mean, the truth of the matter is in anyone's email box, there's a certain percentage of emails that you actually don't don't need you to answer. Oh, yeah. You know, they could be answered by an assistant or a canned response. They don't need your brain. And those are the ones that are easy to give away. But this is a new topic for a new podcast. Yeah, yeah we'll put that one on the list. So all right, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. And uh, please take a break. Yeah, go take a vacation. We'll see you in a few weeks. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events, wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by Joy Social, teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners. You can find Renee online at moxiebrightevents.com and reneedallow.com. You can find Mindy online at joysocial.net. Jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz.